Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. I love sharing Torah classes, and thank you for listening to this episode. Feel free to follow and to share with others so they too can enjoy the Torah classes on this podcast. Now, on to the episode. Let's get started. Today, we're continuing on the words of Hillel, Perak Bey's Mishnah Hay. We introduced Hillel yesterday. Um, sorry, we introduced Hillel. Yeah, we did introduce him yesterday, right? Middle of the Mishnah, because we're going to have in a couple of Mishnayas Hillel's student, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. So therefore, we went back to discuss Hillel, even though he was really an earlier generation. So today, Mishnah, hey, we continue on with the teachings of Hillel. Hu haya Omer, he used to say. So we're going to have a Mishnah here where Hillel teaches us certain precedences, certain items that are absolutely necessary in order to achieve certain levels. Meaning if you don't possess these midos, these character traits, you can't actually reach other levels. We have five different steps like this. So who are Omer? Hillel used to say as follows. Ein bor Now when you talk about the concept of a bor, we're going to see bor versus ama aretz. That's the next one. Let's just read them together so we could appreciate it together. Ein bor yerechet, a bor, let's just say it means a empty person, because that's really how the Mepharshim translate. A, an empty person cannot fear sin. The low ama aretz chasid, and an ama aretz cannot become a chasid. So the Mepharshim explain, bor is an empty person, is a much lower level than ama aretz. Meaning, the Mepharshim say, not only is he lacking in Torah, and Chachma, but he doesn't even know how to do business and he doesn't have good midos. Meaning he's completely devoid of what we would call valuable... Or in English. What? A boar. Literally a boar. I mean, an empty person. That's what it is. He's completely devoid of what we would call valuable character assets, etc. No Torah, no Chachma, no midos, no relationships with people in a positive way. Nothing positive, essentially. So, ein boar yirei chet. Such a person cannot achieve a level of yiras chet. A fear of sin. See, yiras chet, fear of sin, is something that you'd say is, you know, something that can be achieved. Yiras chet is something that can be achieved, certainly, but it can only be achieved if you possess a certain precedent to that, and a boor is not able to achieve that. Why? So yiras chet, fear of sin. Fear of sin is a lofty level, obviously. But that's a lofty level that can only be achieved with a certain level of intellect, which really I'm going to focus on in on in a moment. You cannot achieve yirat chet, fear of sin, unless you have a certain level of intellect, a certain capacity. If you don't have that and you don't work towards that, you cannot achieve a level of yirat chet. Velo ama aretz chasid, and an ama aretz cannot be a chasid. Now, what's an ama aretz? So the Gemara talks about. Ama Aretz is a level of a person, he could have certain midot tovot, he could take certain parts of Torah seriously, but he's lacking in his overall uh, knowledge and priorities when it comes to Torah. So he might not know the halachot, the Gemara talks about, of Trumot and Masrot properly, he might not keep things in Tahara, Tuma and Tahara properly, like we learned in certain Mesechtot that talk about these inyanim. 
So such a person could have Yirat Chet because he has a certain level of intellect, certain capacities, but he can't achieve a level called Chassid, which we know is higher than Tzaddik. Chassid is a very high level where a person goes Lifnim Mishirat Adin, he goes beyond the letter of the law. Now I think what's a very important point over here that emerges from these two first introductory points of the Mishnah, of Ein Bor Yirei Chet ve'ein Am Aretz Chassid, is sometimes we make the following calculation in our minds, which is entirely wrong. Sometimes we think to ourselves like this. There's what we call Talmid Chacham, who's a knowledgeable person in Torah, and then there's what we call Tzadik, which is somebody who's righteous. You don't need to be Talmid Chacham to be Tzadik, which means you can have somebody, it's like Tzadik, be, what's the Lashon, be, be, um, be, the language, I forgot the language. A tzaddik lives with his faith. But sometimes we think to ourselves is, a person could be, what? Tzaddik be'emunah yechia. Exactly. A righteous person with his faith, he lives. That does not mean to say that you could be a tzaddik without having any levels of Torah intellect and wisdom. That's not true. Means the reality is that's not true. Exactly. Meaning to say is that you can't be on very lofty levels of character without also possessing levels of intellect and Torah and Chochmah and knowledge. You need to also have levels of Chochmah in order to achieve those levels in character. So somebody who thinks to themselves, I don't need to go learn Torah, I'll just do the right thing and I'll be a tzaddik, it doesn't work that way. That's not the pshat. It does not work that way. That's what we're saying over here. Ein bor yerechet. What does one have to do with the other? Lacking in understanding doesn't have to do with character. Yes, it has to do with character. Now, why does it have to do with character? So the simplest pshat is, well, if you don't learn halacha, you're not going to be able to be yerechet because you don't even know what you have to stay away from to be yerechet. You don't even know what chet is if you don't learn halacha. So if you're completely devoid of chokhmah, devoid of Torah, midot, etc., of course you're going to not have yerat chet. Of course you're not going to be a chassid if you're an amaaretz because you don't even know what it is that you need and, and should stay, need to do and should stay away from. But on top of that, it's even more. There's a concept of priorities also. A person who negates learning about things that are really important, it shows he does not put priority into those things. If you don't put priority into those things, so then you're not going to achieve levels of your atchet, you're not going to achieve levels of being a chassid, because those things are clearly not important to you, so then of course if you're lacking in those levels of Torah scholarship, it'll spill over into character as well, as that implies where your focus is. Now, I just want to finish off this point by saying, it doesn't mean to say necessarily that somebody who sits and learns Torah, it will impact him in his character. We could have people who sit and learn Torah, but they don't apply it properly, so they don't actually develop and mature in their character. That is theoretically possible. But the point is you can't achieve levels of good character, the high levels, without Torah scholarship. You need to be Tamil Chacham in order to be a tzaddik. It just goes together. You can't be lacking so much and still be a tzaddik, at least on a very high level. It's just not possible. That's what the Mishnah is telling us. So that means for each of us on our own level, we should obviously continue to do the right thing, etc. But if we want to know what is the right thing and wrong thing to do, we have to study. And if we also want to do well in character, we have to show that our priorities are in the right place, that we don't disregard Talmud Torah, which is so important. Yosef, what do you want to say? Yeah? Uh, um, well, this is obviously obvious, so he's saying the obvious. I'm just, just wondering how he could be saying the obvious when it's pretty obvious. Yeah. 
what he's saying. I mean, what, just, what's that? One can know that anybody you're afraid Oh, so yeah, I think maybe sometimes we cal- calculate otherwise. Yeah, I'm going to be a tzaddik. I won't be a Talmud Chacham. Well, it doesn't work that way. You have to go together. That's the Chiddush. Now, this next point is a very, very important point. Well, if you're not a Talmud Chacham, you cannot be tzaddik? They go together. But if you're not, on the not level, all day long. not all day, not all day. No, all, I, no, 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 no. No, no. No, no. For sure, you could be good. That's why I said each one on their level. Meaning, you want to be a tzaddik on this level, so you could be a talmud chacham in that level. There has to be some relationship between these two. Yeah, but it's not that you have to be all day long with the Torah. No, 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 to no. Tzaddik, the same know? way, the same way, some people could learn all day. Some people cannot learn all day. That's the Some reality. Some people learn all day, but they're not doing anything good. Exactly. So that's, that's what I was just saying. But you cannot be the second without the first. That's what I'm pointing out. You can't just jump. It's like jumping a level. You can't jump levels. It doesn't work no, that way. You could be nice. Helping doing you could be nice. You could be anything. nice, but you won't be the great. You won't be on that level because you don't know practically. You don't know the halacha. You don't know what you're supposed to do. That's a practical issue. Right. I'm an RHB, you're Yes, yes, that's what the Mepharshim speak out. Because an Amah Aretz is somebody who has a higher level. He's, he has Chochmah already. He has good Midot. He just, in certain areas, an Allah is lacking. So such a person could be have your Atchet. He just won't be a Chassid. Now this next point is very important when it comes to us as students. It says, Beloa Baishan Lamed. Very important point. Somebody that is shame-faced, has shame, will never learn. Now, the, the Midah of Busha, of Baishanut, is a very important Midah in uh, sure, Judaism. Yeah, yeah. It's a very good thing. Yeah. Meaning, it's not only a very good thing, it's one of the simanim of, of, a, of a Jew, Baishan, Baishanim Rachmanim Gomlei Chasadim. The Gemara Mesechet Yevamot tells us this was like, this is, if, if a Jew doesn't have this, you have to worry about his Yichus. Maybe there's something wrong with him. That's why. Uh, David Melech wouldn't let those people, the Givonim, join the Jewish people because they were lacking in one of these core traits. They were they had achzarut, they had um, mm-hmm. cruelty, achzariyut. So when we say over here it means it's the wrong application. What's the right application? It comes up in this parsha, by the way. The psukim tell us is that through the experience of Har Sinai, Hashem imprinted on every Jew this midah of boshet panim. Because what is Boshet Panim? It's being shamefaced in front of Hashem. Recognizing that Hashem is so powerful, and therefore there's a certain level of Busha, similar to Tzniyot, by the way. It's a similar character trait, that I act in a certain way of humility, shame in front of Hashem, and I don't therefore act in Chet, because I have a certain uh, level of awe or fear of sin that comes along with Busha, which is a very good thing. And that's Amidah of a Jew. But comes Hillel and he tells us, Veloa Baishan Lamed. There's one place that you're not supposed to apply that midah. It's wrong. And what is that place? When it comes to learning. Which means, if I'm sitting in a class, or I'm learning b'chavruta, and I don't understand something, and I'm too embarrassed to ask, or I asked already and I didn't understand, and I feel bad to ask again. There you're not, you have to ask. There you have to be a little bit of brazen. You have to be a little azpanim, like we say in Pirkei Avot also. You have to be a little bit of an azpanim, which is to say, I don't understand, please answer. There it's necessary. You shouldn't apply the general Jewish midah of boshet panim. There you should push yourself and ask because that's the only way you're going to learn. And if you refrain because you're embarrassed, how will people look at me? People are going to think I'm stupid. People are going to, it's a dumb question. You're not going to learn. 
So actually, it's the opposite. Here, you have to ask, even if it maybe I feel bad, it makes me look foolish, yeah. I actually need to ask. The law by Shan Lamed, a very important uh, idea Hillel is telling us. So the Chacham that you're asking the question to has to treat you right. Hold on, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. The mom is the next point. The mom is the next I point. I also wanted to say that yeah. Boshet Panim is Ganeidem. That's Rabbi Huda Ben Tema says that. So, Ad Panim like Gehinam. Beautiful, beautiful. Exactly. No, no, he's right though. That's the that's the good midah. Exactly. Yeah, so that's like by Shanud, but we just yeah. say exactly that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you learn, this is the negative one. Exactly. This is the negative one. You're right. But now, like Yosef just said, this is the flip side to that. Veloa kapdan melamed. Somebody that's a kapdan, that's exacting, cannot teach. Now we learned in Masechet Tanit about this. That's where it comes from. What do you mean a kapdan? So the Gemara tells us somebody is not a real Talmid Chacham unless the Torah affects him in a way that he becomes a kapdan. It's an unbelievable thing. Meaning, when a person really learns Torah thoroughly, it makes him very serious and sensitive and kapdan, exacting. So when he sees something he doesn't like or he hears something, he gets very upset. And the Gemara tells us if somebody does not have that character trait, he's not a real Talmid Chacham. But the Gemara concludes that Ravina teaches us, if I remember correctly, he says, Even so, a person needs to train himself to be calm. Now what does that mean? It means it might be natural that when you learn Torah, it makes you fired up. Like the Gemara says, like fire, like a stone, harsh or strong. But you need to train yourself to be patient, calm, gentle, soft, because that's not the way of the Torah. His ways are pleasant. Peaceful. The point is, it might be the natural outcome, and that's what a Talmud Chacham would naturally develop, because he takes it serious, but you have to train yourself. So what does the Mishnah Perkei Avot tell us? First it says, the Baishan who asks, who doesn't ask is going to not learn, but the flip side to that is from the perspective of the teacher, the Rebbe, somebody that's a kaptan cannot teach Torah. You might have learned tremendous amounts of Torah, but you cannot be a teacher. Now why can't you be a teacher? Very clear. Because if the students are asking questions, and you're getting upset at them for asking questions, and then they ask the same question, and you get upset, you cannot get upset. The Gemara tells us a story with one of the uh, great rabbis. His name was Rabbi Preda. And Rabbi Preda, the Gemara tells us a whole story how he explained to one of his students 400 times the same thing over and over again until he understood. And the Gemara tells us in that merit he lived for many years. There's a whole story over there. But that's the example. That's what a Rebbe has to have done. It doesn't work. Okay. To be a teacher and to be a Kapdan is mutually exclusive ideas. Those are contradictory. Mm-hmm. It can't be together because you won't be an effective teacher. The students, and, and more than that, when the Farshim speak out, if he's a Kapitan, the students will be scared to ask because yeah. they'll be scared. I'm going to ask and then he's going to scream at me. So really these two ideas go together. The student shouldn't be a Baishan. He shouldn't be embarrassed to ask even if it seems to be a silly question. But how is he going to be like that? Only if the Rebbe is not a Kapitan. If the Rebbe is a Kapitan, the students are, even if he's not a Baishan, He's going to be getting screamed at. So the Rebbe can't be a Kapdan in order to facilitate proper lessons also. These two ideas are very important to go together. Let's continue. By the way, I want to just point out in this, sometimes even when I'm teaching, I get upset sometimes. I get annoyed at people. But, but the... It's, you can't. You mamash can't. Because, again, if there's somebody who's just coming to bother, that's a different story. Yeah, but most people yeah. that are coming to learn are coming to learn. 
Most people are coming to learn, are genuinely coming to learn. So even if they ask, and that's the story of Rabbi Preda, if somebody's asking a question from a real place, you cannot, you can't hold it against them because they don't understand. But then again, yeah. if you give a show for five people, and yeah. somebody bum 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 bum, no, no. you tell them, listen, yeah. we finish At the, the show, end, then I'm going to yeah. talk to you. That's not kaptan. That's yeah. practical. Yeah. No, that's not kaptan. I'll talk to you after, no yeah. problem. Yeah. That's not a kaptan. That's I just mean, more facilitating. I you don't have to feel bad that you got to shut them off for a minute. Right, right, right. right, right. I hear. Yeah, I, I still remember my eighth grade Rebbe to this day. He's a very good Rebbe, but he yeah. once yelled at me, he says, shut up when you're talking to me. <laughs> 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 shut up when you're talking to me. What does that mean? You have to know. You have to know. Exactly. Like I mean, you can look back. I'm saying that's, that's really, whatever. Each of us can look back. There's certain teachers, they were not kaptanim, and you were able to learn from them. You can learn, mm-hmm. you can study. Obviously, there has to be kavod. There has to be respect. That's yeah, the first yeah. place, but... And then there's some of them that maybe they are kaptanim, and it, it, it even if they could be wonderful rebbeim, they have great chokhmah, yeah. but that's in milamid, in kaptan milamid. He can't be a teacher. It's amazing. Let's continue. Somebody that's very involved in business, marbe is excessively involved in schorah, in business, will not become wise. He won't become a chacham. Somebody that's too involved in business, says Hillel, is not going to be a chacham. The psukim tell us, Torah is not overseas. And the Gemara expounds from that, Torah is not found by those who go overseas for business, it means. Meaning somebody that's totally involved in business, he's marbebis chora, he can't, uh, he can't uh, acquire levels of Chochmah and levels of Torah because his mind is just all focused on uh, business, etc. I had a friend when I was in yeshiva. He told me his plan was to become... Uh, he wanted to do a job that he could be learning as the same time that he's doing a, uh, that job. So when you're a businessman... Yeah, no, well, no, I'll, I'll explain in a minute. When you're a businessman, for example, say real estate... You need your phone to be on all the time. If you don't control it, basically, it's very easy to get sucked into a world where you're constantly checking your phone, busy with business, this deal, that deal. It's very, And then your entire day is focused on business and you don't have time to learn. It is possible to do real estate, etc., other things without, meaning by setting aside time for it, but it's easy to get sucked in. So he wanted to do a job that even while he's doing it, he doesn't have to be mentally involved in it. Like he wanted to be the guy at the tolls that takes the dollar from the people passing through. He wanted to be a farmer, something that you don't have to focus much. You're digging, you're, and, you're, the ear, and your earbuds are in listening to a shiur. That's what he wanted to do. But the idea, I don't know what ended up happening, but the idea is there, which is if your mind is so focused on your work, you can't learn. So you're so involved in that, you can't be learning. You're not going to be learning properly. Now this last idea, we have Yosef at the table, we have good people who can really attest to this idea. If there's a place that there's no men, now there's two ways to learn this, I'll explain in a minute. So you should try, put effort to be a ish. So the Mepharshim say there's two pshatim here. One pshat is, if there's nobody around that you could learn Torah from. There's no, you live in a place, a barren wasteland, there's no teachers, there's no rebellion, there's no rabbis. So ish, meaning make go learn yourself. Go take out Sfarim and learn. Because if you're not learning from somebody else who you should be learning from, so at least learn on your own. Make sure that you can accrue knowledge on your own. 
other pshat they say is that this isn't talking about Torah knowledge, it's talking about Tzorchei Tzibur. If right. you see that, that's a simpler pshat, right. If you see there's an issue in town, there's a public need, there's some deficit, there's some challenge, issue, that, and nobody's taking, nobody's Nobody taking responsibility, nobody's doing, Hishtadeli Hiyot Ish. You should. You don't want to take it for gava. You don't want to do it for the for the wrong no, reasons. You have to. Nobody's taking control yeah. of something, and it needs to be done. You should take advantage and say, "Okay, I'm going to try my best to solve this problem, fix the issue that's here." Mm-hmm. So Yosef brings, you know, every night brings food. There was needed food, and it brings people to learn but Torah. That, that is no I don't do it. Somebody else going. Nobody does. <laughs> the point is, sometimes you see there's an issue. So, there's always whenever you see an issue like that. No, that's, a, that's a minor issue, but in a more significant way. It's very easy to be on the other side, those who complain about yeah, the problem. Yeah, yeah. Well, but what's harder is the one who figures out the solution and does something about it, or at least tries to do. That's ishtadeli hiyot ish. Very important idea Hillel is telling us is, don't just be part of the problem and complaining about the issue. Ishtadeli hiyot ish. Solve the issue, help the problem, and try to solve it. I will stop here. God willing, tomorrow we'll pick up with Mishnah Vav, another teaching of Hillel as I can. Yeah.